My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. A very happy Monday morning to each and every one of you. Welcome to Monday Travel and Cruise Industry News on this, the 24th day of April. 2023. I'm just a week away from my next great adventure on the Norwegian Joy. Uh, we sail on the 1st of May. That, of course, is a um, hosted uh, solo cruise. Mr. Bucket List and I will be hosting the cruise. We've got, we don't have a huge group, but uh, uh, looks like a pretty good group. They've been active so far. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Justin and I will be doing a live stream on Friday evening at 7 o'clock for the upcoming cruise. We invite everybody that's on that cruise to stop in, uh, whether you're with our group or not. If you'd just like to stop in and say hi or meet some of us or see some names that you'll be sailing with, come on, that's fine. Uh, some of you might want to just hop in that at some point in time you might be interested in a, a uh, hosted solo cruise. Uh, you can let us know that as well. Uh, and, you know, just if you're just interested in the cruise industry and having a little fun, that will happen too. So join us at 7 o'clock uh, Friday night uh, for our little live stream on our upcoming Norwegian Joy Cruise and other things. Uh, Hot Air Tom did send us some uh, uh, proof that he's back in the uh, world. They uh, landed in uh, Miami on the escape. They were in no hurry to get off the ship, so they sat and enjoyed the balcony for a while. Uh, in uh, in Miami. And then uh, Hot Air Tom had failed to send us pictures from inside the train. Uh, so he's had to correct that. 
And this, of course, is the new uh, uh, train that's, uh, I think maybe it's now open to Orlando. Not sure about that. Hot Air Tom, I think, got it in West Palm. Me and Cindy wrote it down. And that, of course, is Cindy waving to us. And uh, Hot Air uh, Tom's uh, follically uh, challenged uh, head uh, sticking up in the middle of the picture. That's Hot Air Tom and Cindy. And our friend Blaine, remember, you know Blaine? Uh, Blaine uh, hurt his back. You just can't spend a whole lot of time walking around with a whale on your back without it screwing your back up. That's a pretty good looking salad. That's from Elon location down there in Cozumel. Whipped up a little salad for dinner one night. She's vegan, uh, which, you know, I don't hold that against her. But, man, that looks pretty good to me. So, I would have eaten it. uh, That's Elizabeth on location. All right. If you are listening via the podcast, you're always welcome here. You can access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Usually within about 15 minutes of the end of the show, I'll get it posted. Or wherever you get your podcast to search for travel and cruise industry news. And we pop up. If you're listening to the podcast and ever want to hop over to the video feed for any reason to see pictures or clips or something that I might be using on that day's show, there's always a link in the description to do just that. And as always, folks, if you haven't already done so, we appreciate the thumbs up. That helps the channel out a lot. If you have not subscribed, please please consider doing so. Uh, I never can understand what uh, YouTube does we got over 3,500 uh, over the weekend and we're back down under 3,500 uh, today. So I guess they kick some people out or something. Who knows? Uh, today, folks, is National Pigs in the Blanket Day. Some people uh, know, may not know what they are, but they're the little sausage thingies and you wrap some, some, uh, a biscuit around them or something and bake them. I don't know how you do it. Pigs in a blanket. They're little snacky things. Hors d'oeuvres. They're all right. Yeah. I probably won't uh, do that today, but uh, yeah, they're not too. They're not too bad. All right, today's top story, folks, has to do. with something a little strange. Guests on board the Norwegian Norwegian Dawn transatlantic sailing are not going to enjoy as many ports as they planned for. Just one day after setting sail, the ship's master notified passengers that two port visits 
are unable to be kept on the itinerary. One due to icebergs and the other due to possible bad weather. Not something you hear a whole lot about anymore in the cruise world. Icebergs? Come on. Some constant compensation is being provided, but not all guests are pleased with the results, given that two full ports are being canceled. Norwegian Dawn departed on her transatlantic repositioning sail from New York to Southampton on Thursday. On Friday, they got letters in the staterooms notifying them that two upcoming ports were being canceled, St. Pierre and Miquelon, I think I said that right. As well as St. John's, Newfoundland, both ports are northeast of New York along the route to Iceland, but are currently posing hazardous conditions for visiting cruise ships. So I did some research on this uh, this morning. You know, St. Pierre and Miquelon, are, they were supposed to be there yesterday and supposed to be in St. John's, Newfoundland today. Uh, the two ports of call, they're about 260 miles away part and sailing distance. Uh, but whether the, the area was, was expecting showers and strong winds today um, could be higher than the 20 miles an hour that was predicted. Uh, continuous or uh, uh, conditions that can make docking or tendering dangerous. So that might have played a part in it. The other thing, when I did the, the research on this, folks, uh, look at the size of that iceberg. These are icebergs that traditionally uh, are, are around Newfoundland all the time. Uh, people travel to Newfoundland just to see the damn icebergs floating by. I, th- I guess I've been in a cave. I had no idea. I mean, you know, everybody knows the story of the iceberg and the Titanic. But, man, I didn't know they were out there. You know, this was a this was a thing. So, but they canceled the ports of call because of threats from icebergs. I didn't make that up, folks. Honest, I didn't. You might remember the last time a Norwegian ship got involved with an iceberg, was up in Alaska two years ago. That's his son. And it hit an iceberg. It screwed up the bottom of the boat and poked holes in it. They had to cancel not only that cruise, but like three other cruises while they were repairing the boat from an iceberg. Oh, in Alaska, you might expect something like that. That's also one of the reasons that quite often, Cruise ships today don't go into the to the uh, areas where the uh, icebergs, uh, where the uh, there might be icebergs at all in the water coming off the glaciers. That happened to me when I was up there last summer. We got so far up to see the glacier, and they had to turn the boat around and get the hell out of there, so the icebergs didn't attack the, the boat. So those kind of things can happen. And I'm not making any uh, s- statements about the political correctness of, of climate warming, any of those things, folks. I'm just reporting a story 
that they've canceled two ports of call because of weather and icebergs. All right, this was a pretty cool story. And again, I this was uh, uh, over my head. See that? We're going to get to that after a word from Scooter Allen. Do you have a bad back, bad hips, bad knees, or any other mobility issues? Think about Scoot Around. For scooters, walkers, wheelchairs, even oxygen needs, delivered right to your cabin. Scoot Around for all your mobility needs on your upcoming cruise. <laughs> and of course, the Scoot Around. Yeah, this time next week, I'll be running around on my scooter around scooter on the Norwegian Joy. Now, maybe not this time next week, but in another hour or so. 11 o'clock is my check-in time. So we'll see how quickly I get on board and get to the scooter. So, all right. This is, you know, folks, I've just... I felt like I lived in a cave again this morning uh, researching this. But on a recent five-night cruise aboard uh, a ship out of uh, Australia, the um, ship docked off or uh, sat off of Exmouth and uh Western Australia offering unparalleled views of an eclipse on April the 20th. This was a once-in-a-lifetime hybrid solar eclipse that tracked over the northwest cape of Western Australia, including Exmouth. The ship was the Pacific Explorer. It was perfectly positioned to observe the first hybrid solar eclipse visible in Australia in a thousand years. Known as the King of Eclipses, guests on board the ship were able to observe the sun, the moon, and the earth all aligning in a rare astronomical phenomenon. Thousands of passengers, including crew, gathered on the open deck to witness the rare solar eclipse, which took about three hours from when it started to finish, and actually the eclipse itself was like 62 seconds. If you sneezed real hard, you missed it. People from all over the world were drawn to this voyage uh, to witness this extraordinary event. P&O Australia partnered with the Astronomical Society of Australia and Dr. Rebecca Allen to provide an unforgettable and educational experience for all guests. Quite frankly, folks, I thought eclipses were all the same. Well, you know, solar eclipses. They're not. So. All right, we'll be back with the last news. Don't go away. After a quick word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. 
Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, the next news story, folks. Has to do with the Norwegian breakaway. The Norwegian breakaway, Norwegian cruise line has canceled the 2025 transatlantic crossing. According to a letter sent out to book guests, the sailing, which was scheduled to depart February 7th, 2025, is no longer going ahead. The cancellation is a result of a location change for the ship's upcoming technical maintenance, Norwegian explained. We sincerely apologize for any inconvenience this may cause, Norwegian said in a statement sent to the guests. Effective guests were receive a full monetary refund, I would hope so, of the fare paid in the form of payment provided at the time of the reservation. No further action is required from the passengers and the refunds will automatically be processed within 30 days. Those who paid via a previously issued future cruise credit will have 100% of the future cruise credit automatically reapplied to their latitudes account. Norwegian Cruise Line is also offering a further 10% discount for the affected guests issued in the form of a future cruise credit for future voyages. Credit may be used and applied towards any published sailing through December 31st of 2025. So my question from this, and, and again, the research that I've been carried out, that of course, Norwegian that doesn't respond to questions in any uh, timely fashion. So the, the transatlantic was going to go from, you know, west to east, going to Europe. They're canceling that out. They're sending the, the boat to a different place for the dry dock. Okay, I understand all that. What about the cruises that's scheduled after that, the whole season that's supposed to be in Europe following the dry dock? They haven't said anything about that. All they're doing is saying it's not going over to Europe to go to Cadiz or wherever it was going to be. In the, I don't know where the dry dock was supposed to be. So it's not going across because of their change in location. Well, what are they doing with the rest of the cruises? Are they just move, you know, are moving the transatlantic for, for the period of the dry dock? And then they're going to sail across? Uh, come on, Norwegian, you need to clarify that a little bit to me. But that's near as, not near as bad as this one. Canard 
who should know better, canceled a transatlantic cruise on embarkation day. Guests planning to set sail on the Queen Mary 2 for a classic transatlantic crossing it was supposed to sail yesterday were notified yesterday morning of embarkation that the cruise is now canceled for a technical reason. This is from the uh, company. Generous compensation is being offered for the extremely last-minute cancellation. The type of technical issue has not been disclosed, but it may be related to propulsion. Yeah, it's very possible. But what got me about it, do you know what this generous compensation is? They're giving people their money back and a 20% cruise credit. That's it. These people who are doing a transatlantic, they've been planning it for a year or longer. It's canceled on the day of the cruise. How about the transportation home? If there's they're they're going from from Southampton to New York, okay. So people that got on the boat got to get back to Southampton or some back to someplace in Europe. No compensation for that. No compensation for having to move those flights and cancel those flights or whatever they have to do. And Kennard saying it's generous compensation. Crap it is. I Very rarely do I raise a stink with a cruise line, but I'd be raising a stink on that one. All right, it's not often that you get two big-time, big-name people in the same resort. But two golf legends will have golf courses at Jack's Bay on Luthra in the Bahamas. Jack's Bay is an exclusive resort club and residential community that will offer home sites and one-of-a-kind amenities. Prime for golf enthusiasts, the development will include the first Jack Nicholas Heritage Golf Course by Nicholas Design, as well as a 10-hole short course designed by Tiger Woods. Nicholas and his team have designed hundreds of courses around the world, but Jack's Bay is unique in that it is set to become the top high-end golf destination in the Caribbean. There will also be the rare Nicholas real estate branding rights as a Nicholas community, the first in the Caribbean, and a distinction given to just a handful of select developments around the world. Jack's Bay encompasses 1,200 acres, has a 20-acre lake, four miles of sandy beaches, beautiful bluffs, uh, blue holes, caves, and nautical features that make it perfect for families looking to escape to nature. There'll be a 24 beachfront and ocean view, view homeless uh, home sites, Priced at one million to three million bucks. Wow, there you go, hot air, Tom. That's a place to for you to go uh, build a little shack for your retirement. 
And finally, our friends over at Virgin Voyages have partnered <clears throat> for the Scarlet Lady with the World Poker Tour. They're going to give up an exclusive space where eight custom poker tables will be staffed with professional dealers. The venue offers free training tables for beginning poker players, cash games, World Poker Tour prize package tournaments, with buy-in starting at $80 and rising to $320. If those stakes are too high, the venue also offers a World Poker Tour Sea Virgin Quickie Tournament for $60, while cash games require a minimum of $100 buy-in. The $320 buy-in tournament, the World Poker Tour at Sea Marquee event, will be held during each sailing. The big prize package is valued at five grand. can be used for any future voyage or World Poker Tour event. Cruisers who participate in any poker game will find it as a cashless experience as all transactions are processed via a wearable device. The poker room venue aboard Scarlet Lady is a separate space for the ship's casino, which offers a multitude of games such as craps, roulette, electronic Texas Hold'em, single blackjack, three-card poker, and Baccarat. So, a big change coming up in Virgin Voyages with the World Poker Tour. <clears throat> All right, that's going to end the uh, news portion of today's show. Let's jump jump over and see who's in the poker room. That I'm in the poker room, in the chat room today. Mike's with us. I'm Mike. Amy's here. Good morning, Amy. Katie's with us. Dennis is here. Good morning, Dennis. Amy says, last summer we missed a port in Greenland and part of Iceland due to a combination of icebergs and fog. Steve's with us. Hey, Steve. Following standard French pronunciation, St. McKellen as in bone. Mikellon. 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 But since it's Canadian French, it would have its own regional pronunciation. Pretty sure it's Mikellon. It's, I know the, the first um, syllable has all the emphasis. Mikellon. Anyway. I tried, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis wants to know, Amy, was that a repositioning transatlantic cruise? The Eclipse viewing is fantastic marketing. Yeah. <clears throat> that would have been... Uh, that would have been extreme. And apparently that the cruise was sold out. Piano did a good job with that. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Why haven't they canceled the following return crossing from New York 
Yeah, that's what I asked too, Dennis. I, I, that, those, these things don't make any sense to somebody that's sailed a little bit, <laughs> you know. It's just, uh, and, and then if they're going to have to come out with another story on the same thing, why don't you just do it all at once? I I just, I don't like the way the cruise line handles any of this. One, I think it's ridiculous that they don't have their act together and they're planning better than they are. This is a burden for passengers with dogs or cats or unable to fly as the other transatlantic uh, crossings are all eastbound, repositioned for the summer European cruise season. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, Kennard, you know, that's supposed to be, that's, that's big time high end stuff. I can understand a ship having a technical issue. It's something that they can't make a transatlantic crossing. Okay. You got to do what you got to do. I understand that. But don't try to cover it over saying how generous you've been when you, you're giving back crap to the people. And not covering their expenses that you have caused. I would be seeking passage on a cargo ship. Yeah, I would too. Oh, St. Michelon, <clears throat> France, but considering its location by Canada. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. It's going to be a busy week this week. I've got a lot to do to get ready for leaving out of here at a little after midnight on Sunday morning. Because I've got to be over in Richmond. It's about a two and a half hour drive. But I've got a 620 flight, so. I need to be there by like uh, 420. <laughs> so it'll be a very early morning for me. Um, and I don't know what for sure what I'm going to do for the show next Monday. I'm planning on uh, doing it, but we'll see. Uh, Dennis says, so excited for the next cruise. Me too. I uh, get back in, in the swing of things. They've got a nice little group that uh, that's going on this. Um, going to tie it together with the the group, the solo group from Norwegian. We've had some contacts with some of those folks already. And this is going to be a fun, a fun time, fun groups. Uh, and we're doing a lot. And I'm finding, uh, I'm doing some, research on my own about um, excursions uh, for the disabled. And I'm finding some. I'm finding some that the cruise lines obviously don't know about. But uh, so I'm going to start probably doing some posts on some of the things I've found, even though I have not by any means am suggesting them or trying them out, but I'm starting to find references 
<clears throat> to them now, which all of us uh, in, in my community need. So, <clears throat> first evening in Miami, go to Lincoln Road. Uh, Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. <clears throat> I'll see everybody back here tomorrow morning for travel and cruise industry news. As always, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. This is the old fat travel guy. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.